Welcome to Wine, Spirits, and Witches. Witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna. And we are your High Priestess for this evening. Uh, We are really excited to come and talk to you guys today and take your asses back back to witch school. Yes, witch school it is tonight. Yes, tonight we're going to be talking all about magical hygiene. But first, what are you drinking? Well, since my roommate stole my beer out of my refrigerator... I have to resolve and resort to drinking a little bit of Bailey's and a little bit of Grand Marnier. Well, I gotta say, knowing your taste in beer, what you're drinking now is probably better, so she probably did you a favor. Hell no, I was thirsty (laughs) and I wanted my beer. (laughs) Nothing quenches your thirst like water, beer, and milk. That's what quenches my thirst. That's a very odd combination. I know it is. But beer is definitely one of them that quenches my thirst. Especially on a hot day. Yeah. On a hot day, like it just like hits that spot. It does. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking this awesome red blend um, that is called Seven Moons. Nice. And I'm really excited because I've seen it at the store and I don't know why it never occurred to me to just pick up a bottle. But um, I was talking to our coven sister. And this was actually really funny. She listens to the podcast. So, hello, Coven Sister. Hello, Coven Sister. You know who you are. Every time we mention our Coven Sister, we're talking about her. It could be anybody, but it's always her. Yes. And it's just really funny. So, I think just from now on, she's just going to be referred to as Coven Coven Sister. Sister. Yep. I call her that, and I call her Tiddlywink. Oh, okay. Um, So, apparently, one time she came into Green Man, and our manager, Griffin, was downstairs, and he couldn't remember her name, and so he's like, oh, you're one of Monica's tiddlywinks. Oh, nice. And I just loved it, so that that stuck when she told me that. So, our tiddlywink coven sister um, gave us this bottle for us to have on the show because she knows that it's wine, spirits, and witches, and that I got really excited about all the witchy labels, and this one... Is definitely super witchy. It has all of the moon phases Ooh, on it. Oh, I like it. that a lot. I definitely think this is going to be one of those wine bottles that turns into like a vase afterwards. Yeah, because that's so. a really pretty picture. Yeah. Very pretty. It's a really pretty picture, and I think that it's sweet that it was gifted to us yes, for the very show. Sweet. So. Thank you, Coven Sister. I think. So I'm excited. And it's good. It's actually pretty good. It's a little sweet for my taste as far as red goes, but it's a red blend, but it's not It's not grossly sweet. It's not like a dessert wine or anything. Okay. Well, you know me and wine, so. Mm. I know. I know. But I think it's delicious. But tonight, I'm really excited because I am a neat freak, both with my house and my magic and everything else. So I'm pretty thrilled. Yeah, you are. That's true. I'm kind of a neat freak. I like things organized and clean, but sometimes I don't like doing it. I like it done. (laughs) I'm spoiled, but I have to do it anyway, so. You know, I was kind of the same way until I actually started, like, really trying to apply magical housekeeping. That's what really changed the cleaning game for me. I always liked things being clean, but I didn't like the process. But once I realized that you can infuse magic into all of your basic cleaning, that was a big, big game changer for me. Yeah. And now I enjoy cleaning because it's it's magic, it's ritual, right? There and it's go. very soothing, it's relaxing, it's reassuring. Yes, I think um, that's like whenever I feel unsure or anxious, being able to clean 
feels very reassuring. Like I have that power to get rid of whatever's worrying me through scrubbing the counters or doing whatever it is I'm doing. You know, keeping a clean space where you live, whether it's your, your house, your room, where you spend most of the time, they say that if your room is messy, that's the way your mind is. So clean up your room, clean up your mind, clean up your house, clean up your mind. You'll have clearer thoughts and, and a clearer mind. You know what? I totally agree with yep. that. It's totally true, too. Totally true. You know, we just we just got out of October, and October okay. is 100% the season of the witch. Absolutely. I was so busy. I had, and I, I'm, I'm very grateful. I was super busy, and that was awesome. I had work. I had all these extra events that I was doing and stuff. So I woke up, and like I think it was like November 2nd, because I had a show the night of November 1st, and I looked around, and... There was there was just fucking stuff everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. And it really was it was definitely a very excellent reflection of how my mind felt as we got out of yeah, October. See? So I totally agree with that. Yeah. But when we're talking about magical house magical hygiene, not right. just housekeeping, we're talking about keeping yourself energetically clean. That means your aura and energy field your home. And everything in between. There's a lot that goes into magical hygiene, and I feel like, I feel like it's really underappreciated in a lot of ways. And I think that it can, at sometimes, be overpracticed, but overpracticed incorrectly. Right. So I think this is a really cool subject, and I think that we should start with the home. Okay, let's start with the home. So I know that sometimes not everybody lives on their own and not everybody is fortunate enough to be in a position where they can be very, you know, outward with their magic and tell, you know, their roommates or their parents or whoever you're living with that you're a witch. So you sometimes can only work with your bedroom. Right. And that's totally fine. And it's still your space and you're still keeping it good and clean. Right. Or trying to. Yeah. <laughs> trying to. Yeah. Trying to keep your shit together. I appreciate it. So one of the things, like, and I think we've talked about this before, is um, I'm a really big fan of Florida water. I put that shit in everything. So really... Great cleanser. Yeah. Great cleanser. It's just, and it smells nice, and so it it's does. very unassuming. If you want to put it in a spray bottle and just tell people that it's um, like an air freshener, like, that's totally doable. Right. Mix and, it with a little uh, spring water. You can mix it with a little spring water to cut it a little bit, but not too much. I like that. Actually. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, mm -hmm. just mix it with a little bit. I even sometimes put it like half and half with uh, rose water. Oh, yeah. And it's a really nice smell. And then it's because it's then it's very purifying and protective, but it also has that like harmonious like Venus vibes to it. So I like that, too. Yeah, I keep a bottle of orange water uh, over there, um, which I spray the room before I do readings. Oh, nice. Yeah, it smells good, too. It You know, it does smell good. Orange blossom water. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I mean, I didn't, like, connect the dots the first time I smelled it, and I was, like, offended because it didn't smell like oranges. Oh, really? Reach over and get my, see that little spray bottle right there, the little white one there? There you go. And give it a spray and take a, take a smell. Okay, this smells really good. Yeah, this smells good, This huh? does not smell as good as Let the bottle get, I smelled. Get sprayed. Mmm, that smells so good. Ooh, that's that divine. Okay, I lied. I think maybe I just smelled like a bad bottle. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. So, but when we're talking about magical hygiene, we're not just talking about keeping things clean physically. We're talking, like, using our magic and the physical stuff. We're talking about 
magic rituals and woo-woo things that you can do. And when we were setting this episode up, you mentioned that we should talk about fire and air, water, and earth. Right. And we can cleanse by fire and air, water, and earth. You can cleanse your house um, or your space, whatever you want to do with some incense. And um, I like, well, you know, frankincense works really well. Gloria works really well. I like sandalwood. Um, And I like the blends. There's some blends that work really well. So you you just uh, burn some incense and with a feather and you go clockwise around your house and cleanse by fire and air. And then you could do the same with some sea salt in some uh, fresh spring water. If it's blessed water by a high priestess or a priest, that's even better. And you do the same thing. You walk in a clockwise position around your house, like just sprinkling the water all over, cleansing your space. Works really well. Yeah, you can really feel a difference when you when you do that. You can. And one thing, when we're talking about the incense, is I like to try, if there's something very specific going on in your life, right? or like you feel really blocked or something, think about an incense, like you mentioned blends, like think about one that kind of works with what's going on in your life, or right. what you're trying to do. Like uncrossing or banishing, that works really well too. Yeah, I really do think that I've probably, when I've like really consciously chosen what incense that I'm going to use like uncrossing is a really big one because a lot of times when I go to cleanse my house is because something feels funky right and so I like to use the uncrossing for that to remove it yeah. sure Plus, surprisingly it smells pretty good yeah it does smell good it does smell good yeah they're all herbs just blended together so of course they're going to smell good and sometimes I think when you find like, no, some banishing ones it's funky yeah there are some incenses that are funky that I just like oh shit you know yeah. what? I don't like sandalwood. You don't? No. I, oh my, I love sandalwood. It was the thing that I kind of discovered relatively recently, about a year or so ago. I, I got some to burn in my reading room. And I think I'm just over the smell. I think I've smelled it too much. And it like reminds me of like Venice Beach, like bong shops or something. But I just, I can't stand it. Wow. Well, I love the way sandalwood smells. I, I like think it's the good. energy for it. But just the smell is like, no, thank you. Like it's Pine? it's right up there with like Nong Champa. I like Nong Champa. <laughs> Pine is a good one to burn for cleansing and to bring in money too. Yes. Pine is a really good one for that. And I think some people like burn it. Around Christmas or New Year's, like it's like a good luck thing. Well, you know, there's um, a bayberry. Bayberry scent. There's a little saying, bayberry candle burned to the socket brings uh, luck to the owner and money in their pocket or something like that. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so that's bayberry infused candles, yes. And you know what's really funny? Griffin never heard that. And oh, I said really? it once. Yeah, I said it once. How come you guys don't have bayberry candles? Because we had them back east. They were big at Christmas time, Yule time. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't. Didn't even think about that. I know that it's good for money. Yes. Um, I can't say that. I think I see bay, bayberry candles a lot at the store. No, no, not at all. I mean, I did mention it. But I don't know if we ever got them in, but that's back east. They were big. Every Yule there was a bayberry candle. All my all my witchy friends are getting bayberry candles for Yule. That just made it yeah. really easy for me. There you go. There you go. So I dig that. Another thing that we can do when we talk about our magical hygiene. So first off, yeah, fire and air, water and earth. That's a really big one. And I think that's an important one too. How often would you recommend doing that? Well, I mean, you don't want to be obnoxious or obsessive. So 
once a month maybe yeah. or twice a month maybe the most i think you don't need it well unless there's lots of turmoil going on in your home yeah if there's like an, an event that's going on like something that's like a big like you're having like the tower kind of moment yes or this crisis then yeah um, once a month sounds good to me and I feel like because it's also you don't have to use uncrossing you can just use like you said like L'Oreal or frankincense or something yes. just so it's like that nice gentle cleaning yes. you know um, I like to when you, whenever I have something that I gotta do like on a monthly basis like that I try and remember I like make it part of like a new moon or a full moon ritual yes because you're always going to remember those dates. And if you're like me and you're a really lazy witch, you're not going to remember those dates. But Facebook is going to remind you because all the witches on there are talking about it. Yes. And, and all so, you have to do is look up in the sky. I mean, I there's that, that too. There's yes. that. That's a really easy. That's even more uh, it's accurate so easy, than Facebook. So easy. So easy. Just tilt your head up and look up into the sky. Yes. And then you can do that, and then just you go, oh, shit, I have to go do my, my thing, go. and then See? you run inside the house. So mark mark your, your things, like your cleansings, your feeding of your mojo bags. A lot of people already are on board with cleansing their crystals and charging their crystals, but just pick a new moon or a full moon, whichever one vibes with you more, and, and do it then. I personally like to do a lot more on the new moon i think mm -hmm. um i feel like i'm i'm normally at a ritual for the full moon right uh but the full moon also makes me act batshit crazy <laughs> yes. i i am totally susceptible to it and so as much as i love the moon for you know what she does for us every month like she makes me fucking crazy and i cannot wait for the week of the full moon to be over mostly because i'm just a hot mess she keeps me up at night Really? The full moon shining through my window. Oh, yeah. Did you see how pretty it was on Halloween, though? No. Like, I was kind of like like a hermit on Halloween, believe it or not. It was this beautiful, really thin crescent moon, uh, and it looked like just, it looked bloody, and I don't know if that was because it's just the harvest moon, or if it was a combination of the fires that we had going on in Los Angeles. For those of you that live out of town, Los Angeles, we have a fire season where every uh, year... We kind of just catch on fire. This year was particularly bad, and I feel like there's just a million of them going on at yeah. all times. Yeah, it was bad. But it made for a pretty moon. Okay, <laughs> like, well, It didn't do anything else that was good, but it made for a pretty moon. But that was that was really beautiful. Um, another thing that I like to do when it comes to cleansing my space, and this is more of like a, a physical clean thing too, because we all have like our chores that we have to do, and so... When it comes to washing my floor, I always like to enchant my mop water. Uh-huh. And what I usually like to use in mine is I'll just use, like, whatever, like, you're going to use to, like, clean your floor. Like, Mr. Clean Fabuloso, like, whatever you got. And then I'll add in the juice of a lemon, like, about a handful or so of sea salt, a crushed blue ball, and some rosemary and you can you you could use rosemary oil but like i usually have rosemary plants or something near me like that so i'll just make an infusion and i'll boil it first and then i'll just add that to my water that way i'm not smearing little leaves oil, of rosemary yeah. or oil all over the floor yeah and and you do it's like killing two birds with one stone because you're physically cleaning the dirt plus spiritually cleaning the space See, I seem really responsible that I clean that much, but really, I'm just really, really lazy, and I just get both done at the same time. There you go. Yeah. And that works, and that works really well. Yep, it really does. The one thing I will say with the blue balls is um, 
And I think we've talked about blue balls on the show before, but just, so. in, just in case we're not talking about sexually frustrated men, men. no, <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> bluing that's for laundry. It's like a bleach. Sometimes they come in little balls, little round balls, and sometimes they come in little squares. I've seen both. And they're oh. called, yeah, they're called bluing or blue balls, yes. I've never seen squares. Yes. I think that would really shatter my reality. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty big squares, too. They're not as big as the little blue balls. They're little, like, they're pretty hefty. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to keep my eye out for those. So the first time that I used one of those was in my mop water, and I threw it in a bucket, and I mopped my floor, and I was feeling, like, in all of my witchy fucking power. Like, I am cleansing my house, so mote it fucking be, you know, (laughs) into it. And then I go to dump the mop water out, and the blue ball comes falling out. out. There it is. Say, I did do shit for you, girl. Nope. The blue ball was perfectly intact. I'm like, oh, well... The intent was there, so I'm still witchy as fuck. So, but I learned, because I just thought that it was going to dissolve kind of like a bath bomb or something like that. But it does not. You have to crush it, because uh-huh. or else it's just going to sit there like the stubborn little shit that it is. So get your mortar and pestle out and yep. start chopping. Yep, and you, you grind it up, and then you mix that in with your salt and your lemon juice and your, your rosemary, and you just put that in. And it smells pretty good. Yeah. It smells, it smells pretty good. really good. And lemon is very purifying. It is cleansing. I, also really like just citrus in general for happiness because it's very uplifting. It is happy. It's a happy fruit. Yeah, I think so. Even the colors are happy. Yeah. Orange, yellow, right? Yeah, they're bright, they're pretty, and they smell. They kind of like wake you up. They're high energy. So yeah. I like having that when I'm... Because when we're talking about cleansing, you're not just talking about cleaning. Like you want to add something nice, some kind of nice vibe into it. So right. why not add some happiness? Right. And sunshine into your life. Exactly. And rosemary is just the unsung hero of everything. It's all All purpose. purpose. So it's good for absolutely anything. So you can kind of just sprinkle it in for that and just be like, okay, well, the rosemary is being put into my floor wash just because it's all purpose. Or if there's a specific thing, again, just how you can pick like specific incense for when you're doing the fire and air, give you that rosemary, that specific intent when you're boiling it. Yeah, or you can add um, different things for, like if you want to do a money floor wash, right? You can use um, some bay leaves in there or some basil in there as well. Pine. Or pine, of course, pine, right? Pine Pine is great for that. I'd have to fact check this because I I have to admit, I've never actually fact checked this, but I have heard this from multiple sources that pine saw was actually it was a witchy thing before it was just a, a cleaner it was it was like a hoodoo kind of thing because people would use pine infusions when they wash their floor for money all the time uh-huh. and that's what birthed pine salt wow that's yeah. awesome huh yep so you can totally do that if so you it's a magical them. thing and they people don't even know they're using it <laughs> and you know what i'm not gonna lie i've straight out bought in pine salt just because i'm I too love lazy to do it yeah, and you don't even I have like to do smell. anything. You just you witchcrafted <laughs> right there. It's already crafted. Yep. There you go. <laughs> so that means when we open our own magic store, we're just going to like stock pine, pine salt, oh, like right sure. next to the Florida water and orange blossom there water bucket. There you go. So yeah, you can add that if you're going to do love. You could do like maybe honeysuckle or roses. Yes. Those are all easy. And a lot of these things, it's kind of nice because they grow around your area. They're very common. So look, look them up. Well, around our area, around, I, don't about, yeah. I don't know about all areas. Maybe not all areas. They are relative. They're not rare plants. So if no, they no, no. They're grow, not rare. Yeah. If yeah. they do grow around you, chance and they grow in your area, you can look up your zone and and see if they grow in your zone. Because if they do, chances are you'll probably find them like at a park. Yes, parks are great resources. 
And streets, streets, <laughs> you can find lots of herbs growing wild on the streets. Start looking up, like when you guys are like driving around or walking around, look at the plants that are around you and kind of keep keep tabs. Yeah. yeah. Keep a or if you're like Monica, have a notebook of all the places that, <laughs> that you have can berries. I have a berry for. spot, a fruit spot, a flower spot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't but, have all of that, but that is good to know. It is. But once you like notice what there's an abundance of in your area, start looking it up. Start looking up what they're for. Yes. And it's really exciting because magic is legit all around you. You do not need a bunch of money. No. You do not need specialty stores, even though they are fun to shop in. You know, yeah. there's a lot around you. So look and, and start getting familiar with these herbs because it's gonna it's even better when you get to harvest them yourself there's just something right about it. there's something about that rush that you get when you when you're snipping that plant and not and the dogs start barking and you run to your car yeah there's definitely something <laughs> about it for sure yes. you're just like nonchalantly robbing your neighbor's garden yeah. for your for your witchcraft yes yes <laughs> I hope you do that with like a little cape on too or like a little witch hat. No, no, I don't. I just kind of get paranoid when the I'm dog stuff. I'm going to get you like a little tiny like witch hat that you can like pin into your hair and it's just going to be like your plant robbing hat. <laughs> My gathering hat. It's your ga- gathering hat. There you go. So the floor wash is great. I love using it. I use it all the time. Sometimes people don't have tile floor and they still have carpet, which isn't as much of a thing but guys you can do the same thing except instead of putting it in a floor wash you'll put it mix in with a baking soda Uh and then you'll just sprinkle it down like you would a carpet freshener and then you can vacuum it up yes you can totally lavender is good for that one yes lavender is a great one for that lavender is a very relaxing herb it is purifying in that sense um lifts depression yeah oh yeah that's true huh wouldn't have even yeah it's good for depression yes sometimes i'll see lavender in first off i think that we see lavender in way too much stuff now like everyone needs to just lay off the lavender like it's in fucking everything it is the basic bitch of witchcraft lavender Um, and amethyst yes yes lavender and amethyst and what do i have on today an amethyst so so fucking basic (laughs) yes but I do like the idea of using lavender in protection stuff, which might seem a little odd. But the reason being is a lot of times that I think that we need protection, we're stressed out about it. We are having, we're second guessing our own protection or we're having misgivings, which creates an anxiety. So we need to be calm. And so I think lavender kind of helps with that because it soothes us enough. Because if you're really anxious and you're like just acting like a little fussy, stressed out chihuahua, like you're not going to be able to protect shit. Right. But if you're calm and mellow, then you can kind of be more grounded and collected. Yes, And for sure. calm yourself down. So I think that is a really good way to do it. Yes, so I agree. Lavender does win there. So what else do we have here? Oh, another one would be brooms. And I know we've talked about brooms before. I think I've like kind of developed a broom obsession lately. Yeah, I like, think you just got one, huh? I or got two. two. <laughs> Ooh, two brooms. I Well, I got one. They were at Green Man, and they're just so pretty. Yeah, and beautiful. It, the bristles were black, red, and white. And I just loved the color combo. And it had like a little, it was like the handle was a little crooked. Like, yeah, it was cute. that was cool. So I took it home and I put it bristles up by the front door because that's how brooms will help protect the home. If you point them bristles up by the front door, it helps keep negative energies and spirits out. 
Right. So I put it by my front door and I was talking to it and telling it, you know, to guard my house and it's right by one of my other wards. And then the next day I go to work and there's a black broom there, which Ugh. I used to have a black broom. And so I saw it and I'm like, Ugh. fuck, I just bought one though. Yeah. But I really wanted it. So I bought that one too. And now that one has its br- bristles sticking up and it's in my reading room at work. Very cool. So Very cool. Brooms, and I know we've talked about them before, about sweeping from the back to the front. But you can also take, like, the sprays, like we've talked about, Florida water and, you know, orange blossom water, rose water, any kind of waters. And you can spray them on your broom and sweep the energy in or out of your house as needed. Right. And so that's another really cool thing to do. And, man, CVS is just, like, a come up of witchy stuff Right? What the hell? Like, they huh. even have oil blends there now. Oh, my God. What's going on? I love it, though. Oh, it's I love really it. It's very convenient. Oh, yeah. It's cheap. It's convenient. And I got some Florida water there that was really cheap. It was, like, an off-brand. Like, I don't know. I don't remember the name of the brand, but I got some of that. But I got a Money Mist, too. Oh, nice. So I'm going to be checking that one out pretty soon. Very good. So you can use all of those on your broom and spray them on your bristles. And I had somebody on our Instagram reach out. And ask if you have to burn your broom after you use it. Apparently someone had told them once you're done with it, you're supposed to burn it. And I don't know, maybe they were talking about cinnamon brooms where maybe you burn those after the season. Because I know cinnamon brooms are real big in like the fall and winter. Yeah. But when it comes to like an actual like witch's broom, like guys, that's those are expensive. And they're, that's your tool. That's your like yeah. one of your tools. I mean, maybe if something was really, really, really negative and you didn't want to, um, you know, keep that energy around, maybe then you would destroy the broom. But I do know from, this is like a mundane kind of thing, when you move from house to house, you never take your mundane broom with you. Okay. Never take it with you. you always just you throw just it out, it there, toss it, it or leave it. Yeah. And then, but then you bring in the old dirt into the new space. You don't want to do that. I like that. Yeah. That's so you always cool. leave, you always get a new broom when you go to a new space, when you move to a new space. Okay. A mundane broom. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But your witch broom, like, I think, like, your tools should should bond with you and be part of this. And so it's something that you should keep around for as long as possible. Oh, yeah. And build that relationship with it. So to answer that question, no, I would never burn my broom. I have way too much of a relationship with it. They are way too expensive. It's just not something that's that's practical. I wouldn't burn it. Right. What kind of things like that you use for cleansing would you burn after like that are more like single use? Let's think about that for a second and a half. That's single use. Um, I I guess what I would get rid of if I'm cleansing a body, like let's say with something, I would like. Um, even if it was a cloth or whatever, and you would do enough cleansing of for illness or something, then I would I would destroy that. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that, that I would burn for sure. Yeah, I like that. Let's kind of reel back because we start. We were talking about cleansing. We started. Right. We started out talking about the home, but we didn't really talk about necessarily why it's important or why, like you know, we talked about sweeping and mopping and stuff. Well, why why is it important for us? To keep our homes clean, to keep our energy clean, and how, how those blend together. Well, like I said before, clean home, clean mind. Yes. You want to keep your thoughts clear, clean your home, spiritually and mundanely. Yes. Um, I've also noticed, like from my experience as a paranormal investigator, 
I've noticed that the homes that actually really had like an intense haunting, especially a negative one, were very dirty. Ah, uh, see? They're very dirty, very cluttered. Yes. Yeah, I think uh, I think um, negative likes clutter. <laughs> yes, like negativity, like clutter is a breeding ground for negativity. So that's always something, even if you don't have time to really do like a deep clean, but you feel like something's just weighing on you or you're a little depressed or you're, you know, you're co-workers messing with you whatever it is just like go like declutter your dresser or your something, countertop yes. something and oh my god it makes you feel so much better you sleep better too yep you do and so spirits like that kind of shit and i mean i'm not sure i think sometimes these like the homes are probably clean and then as the activity started to act up like the homes got more cluttered as well so yeah. i do think that's probably part of it but it is something where they kind of do go hand in hand. So whenever I go to do like a house cleaning for someone where I'm cleansing, whether it's just bad vibes in there from something that happened or if there is a spirit in there, if I walk in and the house is a mess, I won't do it. Yeah. And I explain the importance of and, and like the correlation there between the clutter and like the dirt and the negativity. Yeah. And I make them physically clean first before we can do the cleansing because yeah. otherwise it's... I feel like it's, it's kind of like just like leaving that window back open. Yeah, because yeah, it comes not, back. Yeah. yeah, it's a good idea. I think so. Um, let's see. That's kind of just like segue right into talking about um, our personal cleansing because that's that's another big one. So that, many ways to do that. So many. So ways. many ways. So important and not always taken care of. I used to have a really bad habit of not personally cleansing I don't think I've always been told like I remember especially like a couple like years ago like people would tell me all the time that I didn't personally cleanse myself enough a lot of times I didn't feel the need to I, I didn't I didn't feel like weighed down by stuff I didn't feel like I took stuff with me uh -huh. so I just didn't but now if I find myself around um an especially intense person or a haunted yes. place or or just like a funky situation that just happened. Even if I don't feel like I'm taking it away with me, I will take a second and shake it off just in case. Yeah, yeah. Um, taking magical baths are a good way of cleansing. I love taking magical baths. It's just like everyone talks about self-care now. It's such a thing. And we talk about bubble baths. But you want to talk about real self-care, take a magical bath. Uh-huh. Relaxing and uh, witchy. Absolutely. And I have a good recipe for one. Would you like to hear it? Oh, yes, I am. So what would you, you would do is take the petals of a white flower. Um, carnations work well, and so do roses, I guess. And you would take, um, I guess, a quarter of a bottle of, of Florida water, handful of sea salt, and one blue ball. And you add this to your tub water where you would soak for 30 minutes in the tub. When you are done soaking, thinking about all the things that needed to be cleansed and you know, you're know, you having this conversation with yourself and seeing all that coming down, going down the drain eventually. When you're done, after the 30 minutes, get a cup, gather the petals with some water in the cup, stand up and pour it over, to, over your head and shower clean. This is the kind of bath that you have to go to bed. You don't want to go out after you do this because you're going to be so wide open. You want to like give time, time to like close up and get ready for the next day. So it's not something that you want to do and go out dancing with. You yeah. want to do it and go to bed. 
So this is something like you you got to make sure that whatever errands you got to run, whatever you need to do, like yes. it's already done. Because once this bath takes place, like that's you're just, it. You're, you're in. in. You're in for the night. So make sure you're going to do it on a night that you are going to be in for the night. Now, there are those people that don't have bathtubs, like moi here. I don't have a bathtub. So what do you do in a case like that? Well, you can make a little um, cheesecloth bag with the herbs in it. Um, with some sea salt, with some black salt maybe, with some special herbs. And you, as you're showering, you could rub that down your body. That works just as well. I like that. I've never even thought about that. Because it works. Because some people don't have bathtubs. I yeah. mean, then what do you do? Like, you know? Well, I've done, like, sponge baths. Because for a while, I didn't have a bathtub either. So when I needed to do one, not going to lie, though, it's kind of like, it's a turn off. And it's not... It's not as exciting as a magical bath, so right. I wasn't as inclined to do it. I think, like, making one out of cheesecloth, I probably would have had a lot more incentive because it sounds fun. Uh-huh. But you can, I would do, like, either, like, a foot, a foot bath, but, like, when it comes to, like, cleansings, because you want to really do your whole body. Yes. Um, I would do, like, a sponge bath is what I've done before where I got a big pot and I filled it with warm water or I boiled it real lightly on the stove. Uh-huh. with all the stuff in it so that the essence and everything's in there and brewed and I would like from head to toe like scrub myself with that and like kind of going like in downward motions like right. you're brushing something off your shoulder and then kind of like the same process I would try and save a little bit of like the flowers and stuff like that so that at the very end I could pour it over my head and then I'd take the pot and I'd put it on the outside of the shower and then I would shower. Right, right. Same principle, yeah. Yeah, so you can kind of do it that way, but I like the cheesecloth thing and rubbing it down. Like, I think that's really cool. It does work well, so you can do it that way, too, just for those folk out there that don't have bathtubs. And some of us don't, so. I like that, though, like the physical contact of feeling the herbs and everything on your skin. Like, I don't know, that's kind of like, I feel like it would drive the point home more, even if it's just like a psychological thing of like, knowing that you're scrubbing yourself down with the herbs right. like it feels good i like that right yeah it works so that's a really good purifying one would you think that that's more just so for like again magical hygiene and cleansing would you think of that as something kind of like protective like if you felt like you needed an uncrossing would you do that yeah yeah because yeah, yeah it would have served the same purpose it's cleansing you yeah Okay, but what about for protection? Or I, or would you say that's kind of just like cleansing? Yeah, I think it's like the, the whole thing rolled into one. You're cleansing, you know, getting rid of, cleaning, and protecting yourself. I mean, if you want, after you take a bath or that shower, you can anoint yourself with some psychic protection oil if you wanted to, you know, just for an extra, the extra boost. But I think it's already taken care of. I feel like a lot of, like, cleansing practices are kind of they all kind of involve protection in them yeah um so they kind of really they and i guess yeah they do kind of go hand in hand because usually if you're going to be cleansing it's because you feel like you need protection from something funky that's kind of gotten under your skin or you know in your doorway yeah um but it's kind of funny because I, i guess like i never really see it presented as oh here's cleansing it and protection it's always they always kind of seem like they're two separate topics that go hand in hand but you know Herbs are interchangeable. Yes. There are some herbs that are very interchangeable, so it kind of covers all bases. Yeah. If you use the proper herbs. Exactly. I like I like my rosemary. I like dragon's blood, too. I love dragon's blood. Dragon's blood is very good. And it's a really good kind of like all-purpose one as well, just because it, it's got that dragon power behind it. So yes, it's power. That's the, that's the key word. Yeah. Adding that to whatever you do, it's adding that power. That boost. And you know what? It smells delicious. It does. It's such a good smell. 
it I love I love the resin and I'll burn it and it's just so it, it it's sticky like to work with it or like because sometimes when you get it they're in these big chunks or like I've even gotten one from a wholesale place once it was a brick wow it was like straight out brick so I had to like grind really it up beat it, huh? yeah and so it, it gets a little sticky but I like that though that, like essence of it but you know it's really exciting because you can even find dragon split incense now at the dollar store. God, it's amazing, isn't it? And it smells good, and I think it's really exciting just to get, like, the dragon's blood. Like, the incense sticks, because first off, they're affordable. Yes. And there are people that are in the broom closet or don't want to tell the people that they're living with. Or, right. You know? And that's real easy, because then you just have, oh, it's just incense. It's right. Just, it smells nice. No big deal. I'm just a big hippie. I'm going to burn incense. Yeah, there you go. Sun-dried hippie. No big deal. <laughs> cover, up the, cover up the pot smell. Yeah, burn some incense. You know, one time I was doing, a, I was just about to start a paranormal investigation and this was when I first started and me and the group that I was with we would like smudge ourselves like before and after each Uh, time and we were investigating an elk's lodge uh, give me that Monica I got it you got it it. yeah I got it just just crack and open our bottles hold on I'm gonna refill my wine too yeah so oh look at you know you don't make the straight up there's a straight face Sorry. I, what? <laughs> Have a sip of this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Knock yourself out. That shit. Ah, that's good shit. <laughs> ah, that's good shit. Oh my god. Okay. Your face still Woo! isn't as intense as this as the Strega face, but ah, you're man. a little bit more vocal with this one. Yeah. It's got a nice little aftercake, doesn't it? It's orangey. Orange. It has an orange. Fr- it's orange. That's what. It's okay. Made. Now I can taste it. Yeah, okay. There it is. Okay. There it is. So, um, I was in paranormal investigating this one time and we were at an Elks Lodge and not all of the patrons had left yet. So we were kind of hanging out in the parking lot and waiting because once it closed, we we're going to go in and talk to some dead folks and do our thing. And so it was mostly like just old drunk people, like oh. hanging out in the bar portion of it. And so we knew that it was going to be closing soon. So we started getting our gear together, blah, blah, blah. And so each investigation would start with kind of like a little prayer circle for protection and stuff like that. And it was very non-denominational, I would say, just because everybody was from a different religious background and stuff. So we were all trying to be respectful. But someone would come around and sage everyone. And all of these drunk old people came flying out of that bar because they could smell the smoke. And they were accusing us of smoking that funny stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they were going on and on. And we're trying to just show them the sage. And I'm just thinking in my head, because it was, it was one of those really big bundles of sage. I'm like, man, that would be the world's largest joint. Do you think we'd be smoking it here of all places? Right, exactly. So, I never, like, I hear that a lot, though. Like, that sage smells like pot. I can never. I don't like the smell. <coughs> I, I don't like the smell together. of sage. No? I don't. I don't like the Do smell like of pot. It? It's okay. You like the smell of sage? I don't hate it. I've, I've smelled worse things. I don't, I prefer the smell of sage over the smell of, like, mugwort. Yeah, I don't. I think mugwort's a funky, funky smell. Right. Um, it wouldn't be my first thing that I would want as a smudge. Just if we're going just off of scent alone, but I definitely think there's worse stuff. Mm. I would prefer this smell of sage over the smell of pot. Okay. Well, so. I, I prefer the smell of pot over sage. Okay. Yeah. So, but you know, sage is kind of over overwritten, don't you think? I think so. I think, I think part of it is. It's just so overused at this point that, and, and maybe this is just me and it's a psychological thing for me, but I feel like it's so common that it's kind of taken away some of its, like, specialness. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just don't find sage as magical as I used to. Right. And you know, 
people don't know this, and it's something I recently found out in the last couple of years in my magical career, that sage is great cleanser. It's a great cleanser to clean everything, good, bad, and indifferent. And what happens, it leaves a void. And then anything can come back in. So you need to follow sage with something or use sage with mixed with lavender or rose or rosemary or something else to bring that energy in because otherwise you can have this void and then the creepies can come back in again exactly because it, it i like to kind of call it energetic bleach because yeah. it just takes everything out and energy just like bacteria there's good and bad right but i love that they've just made it really easy with like the different sage bundles because there is some really pretty ones mixed with all sorts of stuff there and they are look, they look great they look really pretty yeah and so I like that there is that just so that way you don't have to worry about following it up with something. You could also um, you could also use an incense or like a Florida water or some kind of spray afterwards. A lot of people like to use Palo Santo. I know, but that's going extinct now. Yep. So that's a problem. So and the same thing. Apparently white sage is endangered too. I mean, oh, it grows wow. pretty naturally here. It does. But I think it's just it's so over harvested. Yes. Because they've become so popular so going back guys to learning about what grows in your area look it up look up the magical herbs in your area or just look up what's an, there's an abundance of and like let's let's figure it out together hit us up on instagram or our email and let's see if we can maybe help suggest something for you but look in your area though because things are so widely harvested now like some of our wonderful plants are becoming extinct palo santo white sage frankincense yes oh my god yes so yes. Palo Santo smells divine, but I try not to use that one either because of that now. So It lasts pretty long, though. Those sticks, I mean, I have a huge stick, a big one. I've had it for a while. You got and, a big one? I got a big one, baby. <laughs> and um, I, I've had it for a while, so I plan on having it for a long while because you only use X amount every yeah. time you, you do it. I do have a stick that's in my healing room from when I do healings and it's just reserved for when there's especially something like really intense going on in the healing. But I've actually really grown to love making my own smudges. It's fun. The whole process from running around the city with Monica, robbing people's <laughs> front yards of plants, gathering, <laughs> gathering plants gathering. from people's front yes. yards. Um, but like, you know, we Pilfering. got <laughs> We go to parks, we go to, you know, bike paths and side streets and alleys. All sorts of places, you know, yeah. and there's some really awesome stuff and it's, it's encouraged me to uh, start planting more in my garden. There you go. It's always good to have a magical garden if you can. Mm -hmm. Always good. Yes. And so I've loved just that part part uh, even of just getting to the the smudge sticks and then usually it's like i'm with like a co-worker a friend or something and we're making the smudge sticks together and so it's really like just like a fun it can be a real social activity if you want it to be and they're really pretty afterwards they are especially when they mix with roses and lavender it looks so beautiful yeah it looks gorgeous so i kind of just started doing that so i don't really feel the need to buy a lot of smudge sticks anymore but people do kind of blow through a lot of them sometimes because sometimes sometimes I think we're so aware of other people's energy people are becoming a lot more aware of what an empath is and they're starting to realize it's very it's a very common thing to be an empath not that it takes away from the the power of it but a lot of people are susceptible to that yeah and so we're constantly cleansing to the point that you're you're overdoing it you're yeah. over cleaning and there's yeah there's 
a thing called overdoing it for sure. But you know, just in case you just have sage stick and you don't have anything else to follow it with, like another herb, one thing you can do is ring a bell throughout the house as well to follow through, or a singing bowl to yep. bring that, that good energy, that good energy into the space. Yep. And music, you can totally use music or chanting if there's a prayer or a chant that you like, or if you want to go a little bit more mainstream and you like create like a, a good vibes, like good juju playlist on Spotify or something like that. You can do that as well if it makes you feel confident or protected, or if it's a song that maybe your parent used to sing to you all the time and it makes you feel safe. These are right. things that you can use to bring in that energy as well. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's that's actually kind of exciting. I like that. Like, they just like the different music. And the bell thing is kind of cool. Yes. One time I was asleep, and it was kind of like one of those, like, twilight sleeps where you're kind of awake, but you're kind of not, you know? And I could hear snoring. And <laughs> I could hear snoring. And in my sleep, all I could think of was... Well, it's just sound octave clearance. It's just your body's sound octave clearance while you're sleeping. And in my head, that makes so much, so much sense. Yeah, yeah. And it's easier. It's nice to think of it that way instead of like, oh, my God, my man is snoring like a fucking pig over here. Yeah, but you feel like you have a lawnmower in your bed. No, my, my bedroom is just a very cleansed space because it is cleansed with sound octaves all fucking night long. Like, do, you know, do you know that one night I'm sleeping and I hear this, like, train horn like right and it woke me up and I realized it was me (laughs) I laughed so hard oh my god it was me I was making that sound holy shit oh my god just making sure that it's just very (laughs) cleansed ah god please that was a very purified night oh yeah sure was (laughs) you know cleansing crystals seems to be a big question people ask and um, there are some crystals that you can put in sea salt and water, but then there's the ones that you can't. Mm-hmm. There's the ones that you could put in the sunlight, but then there's the ones that you can't. Uh, you can always put them in the moonlight. That works. Or you can bury them in the earth if your dog doesn't dig them up before you I do. And if you're patient enough, because I've always yes. been told that's like from full moon to full moon. And- so I find the quick and dirty way to do it because it works for all crystals. And it's simply holding your crystal under some incense smoke cleaning by fire and air it works like a charm you don't have to worry about your crystals dissolving or fading in color from the sun it just works and it's one two three it's done ready to go yep you taught me that one years ago and i love it just because first off it's fast yes it's, fast, it's reliable but and it's all purpose yes it's all purpose because you just don't know sometimes unless you because there's so many different crystals out there which is just just a whole thing in itself it's like if fucking wonderland and they're all so pretty looking like it's amazing but there's so much to know about them and so sometimes you don't know which ones you're accidentally gonna mess up and i think for the most part i've been pretty fortunate that i haven't accidentally done that but i don't want to continue to risk that so i have started to do that where i just run them through incense smoke and also just stick them in a bowl of sea salt just straight out sea salt no water uh-huh. now we don't have to worry about that i as far as i know to my knowledge i don't think sea salt can damage them yeah i don't think so not that i know of either and you can also lay your crystals on selenite selenite is a, cl- a crystal cleanser all-purpose yes. crystal cleanser i happen not to really like selenite for some reason i don't know why it bothers me it's just not something i'm fond of and 
selenite actually dissolves in water. It too, does. So it Don't, is one of it, them. Yeah, yeah. So. It's like a gremlin. If you put it in water, it'll go away. Not like the gremlins <laughs> on TV. They, they change, but yeah. I'm not a super... I, I have selenite. It's weird. I'm not a super huge fan of it. Like, as far as, like, using it for, like, magic purposes, Me it's neither. not my thing. But... No. For some reason, I have a bunch of it. Well, I don't have a bunch of it. I have a few little pieces, but that's all I want. I had, yeah, I, ha well, I have a really beautiful selenite lamp. Oh, okay. And it, that's, that's just really gorgeous. I love it. It makes me happy having it in my bedroom. And I have a little tower uh -huh. in my reading room. And I had one that looked like a pencil. Oh. That was really cool. I did like to use that one in healings once in a while. Uh -huh. um, and then it broke. And then I just, That yeah. was it. Then, yeah, yeah, done. I wonder about, about sea, sea salt lamps. I wonder how... They're supposed to be able to like help cleanse the air with like like cleanse it of negative ions or cleanse now, it with you want negative ions. Oh, so maybe that's how it cleanses is with them then. Yeah, yeah it's real pretty. Like... I loved mine. I yeah, used to I have one. Yeah, but you know what? I also heard about them that they give you an appetite. Yeah, that they make you hungry. You yeah. have said that, huh? Yeah. I don't know if I noticed that when I had mine. Yeah. My cat liked to lick it a lot though. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was <laughs> yeah. a fan. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he there was definitely a fan. I like my selenite one more. I think it's just it's just super super pretty, and it just looks like a big like ice tower. I don't know. It's it's awesome. Very cool. So yes, yeah, so smudging over smudging. Stop with the sage, guys. Sage, lavender, and amethyst are just the basic bitches of witchcraft. Come on, you guys can get more inventive than that. Yes. Show me Explore your smudges. Your options. Yeah. Explore your options. But we also have a lot of pets with us you know and we have our, our animal companions and i think that keeping them energetically cleansed is just as important as keeping ourselves cleansed because they they take a lot for us not only are they our companions and our little lovers but there are there are protectors yes and animals are very psychic they are extremely and so you want to make sure that you have your animals cleansed your animals protected because they will totally trying and like take that coin for you yes. if they can and i i appreciate while i appreciate that i don't want my animals to have to do that no you I know don't. so I it don't. is important to find ways to protect them so our our main man is saint francis of assisi saint francis of assisi is the animal saint whenever there's um an animal that's sick or lost I immediately whip up a St. Francis of Assisi candle and a St. Anthony candle if they're lost because he'll fi help find lost lost mm -hmm. things, right? So you do like St. Francis of Assisi. If you can't find a candle, it'll be a brown candle. Just get a brown candle and download a picture from the internet and cut it out and put it on that candle. And that helps, uh, helps protect the animals and keeps them in good shape. St. Francis of Assisi. If they're lost... You do St. Francis of Assisi and St. Anthony at the same time. St. Anthony helps us find lost objects. So yeah, yes. yes, he would. Like, would oh, yeah. You, would you think that, like, would it, I mean, would it be worth a shot, like, if a person was missing to pray to St. Saint, Saint yeah, Anthony? Yeah, why not? Lost. Yeah, I guess that's a key word there, right? Lost, right, yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah. I have, it's really funny because I guess I have more of a relationship with St. Anthony than yeah. I thought. I mean, I, I call on him a lot when I lose stuff, and it's me. Like, I lose stuff all the time. Right. So I have him on speed dial. But I have a statue of him that I believe you got me. Yes. And that one's on my personal altar at home. And one day, one of one of my clients, and I just love him. Like, he's just one of my favorite people in the world, and he's so sweet. 
And it was on a day of all days. I really needed some St. Anthony energy. I had a lot going on that day. And I don't know why my client decided to bring it to me, but he's like, I have something for you. And he got me a St. Anthony statue. Oh, yeah, it was just like... I have two? Yeah, and so I, I have one at work now in my reading room at work, and I have him just watching oh, nice. over my room and watching over me. But it was just really like, it was just like the most divine timing that that happened. And then I just kind of realized how much I, I use him. Yeah. Like, I don't, well, don't want to say, I hate saying like, I use the saint or I use the deity, that I work with him, that I talk with him. And it just kind of like, I was like, oh, you were like the last saint I would have thought of. But okay, cool. Like, I guess, I guess we're friends. Yeah. I, they're they're my, my buds. I have some buds and they're my buds. Yeah. The other thing that you can do, especially if you have relationships with deities, though, is you can use different deities. Use. You're going to petition deities and work with different deities to help protect your animals. Uh like working with the Egyptian goddess Bass to help yes. oversee and protect your cats. That's definitely something that you can do and work with her. She likes blue candles. Um, she likes sandalwood. Those are th- kind of things for her. You can use Hecate for your dogs because uh-huh, right? dogs are sacred to her. I don't think anyone I know has a pet owl, but owls are sacred to her. So that's another one. And sometimes we do have those like weird animals, you know, like we have our like exotic pets or our pocket pets and stuff like that. So I would say like, look up deities that and what animals are associated with that. yes and like when you find ones that are associated with your pet or what you know sometimes it's not even just like your house pet like i used to have a bunch of ravens that would hang out outside my house and i would feed them all the time so maybe if i thought one was lost or sick or something i would probably you know work something for them too uh-huh. but look them up but before you just start kind of petitioning random deities to help protect your, <laughs> your animals like do your research like look into their mythology what do they rule over what do they like because you want to give them presents too yes you know they also sell these little medals you know at botanicas and little religious stores and you can get them of saint francis of assisi that you can put on your dog's collar or your cat's collar yes Yes, you can. I love those, and I think you and I took a field trip once to Olvera Street, yes, which we is did. a super cool little place in L.A., and I think we bought out all of their St. Francis medals. And you know what? St. Anthony was on the other side. They were double-sided. There you so go. See? St. Francis, St. Anthony. So I, I love that, and I think that it's excellent. You can find really cool ones. My dogs normally have those on their collars. Um, my pug, who I love, my pug is the most gorgeous little ugly face in the world but he's such a little jerk he's such a little he just he has a mind of his own he has his own agenda he doesn't give a shit what you want he's gonna do what he wants um and his saint francis uh medal would fall off of his collar all the time it would always come off dang yeah so like it would always come off but you know what did stay on there was i got i was gifted like a friendship necklace you know where it's like the two pieces of the heart that go together oh, yeah, yeah it said best fucking bitches <laughs> That stayed on him. <laughs> oh, how funny. That's so funny. One thing I did want to talk about is because we're all about herbs. We're all about oils and using them in our baths and our, our cleaning stuff. And I see people getting a little crazy with them with their pets. Yes. And that is something that you guys really want to be careful about. And I do not encourage at all. Animals are very different than us. Our bodies are very different and we process things differently. So a lot of the things that we can tolerate, our animals can't. And that includes essential oils. We do have to remember that plants are just medicine and essential oils 
are a type of medicine. And with that said, you want to be very careful yes. about what you're putting on your animals. I don't recommend putting essential oils on them at all. Uh huh. If you have cats, you need to be careful of things like lavender yes. being put in your diffuser. So I know that essential oils are really big and really trendy right now. Um, and there's like all these big like you know sell from home places where you can like buy them from your neighbors and stuff, kind of like Avon or Tupperware yeah, yeah, parties yeah. now. Yeah, they're big. If you even if they're designed and they're they're branded for animals, I don't care. I don't trust it. Like if you really want to use one, please go to your local vet, talk to your vet first, make sure that there's something that is safe for your animals because there's probably going to be nothing worse in the world than a feeling of thinking you're purifying your pet and you're really like killing it. Killing yeah, it. that's like, not good. So there's other ways. Do the St. Francis. Put the St. Francis medal on. Do something like that. Reiki your dog. Right. You know, right. or Reiki your cat. Reiki your hamster. You can do these things. Pray over it and, and do things like that. And it's just a lot safer. Well, you know, they also at the stores, did you notice they have those animal charms with the little stones like amethyst and and these little cages that you could put on, you know, on their collars. With the, yeah. I love that. I kind of want to get some black tourmaline for all my animals. Yeah, that's what I would get. I mean, if you're going to protect your animal, get some. You know, they don't need to be more psychic than they are. You know, so with the amethyst and stuff, black tourmaline is the go-to for absorbing all negativity. Yes. You know, I had this my my old pit bull. He was the most amazing dog in the world. His name was Waffle, and he was just I this giant, yeah. beautiful brindle boy. And he was so not okay with getting smudged, with getting ranky, any of that. You tried it, and he would just give you the most offended look. Like, just so offended. Like, he was not okay with He'd get up and walk away from you. But I gave him ranky. But you asked first. Oh. And that's the difference. Because one day, I finally just asked him, and I'm like, what's your problem? Like, why can't... I work on you because he had a lot of like arthritis and hip yeah. problems and so I wanted to just like reiki him and make him feel better and he gave me this look like excuse me and so I finally asked him to him like why won't you let me do this and he's like well you didn't ask uh-huh. I'm like oh well can I do it he's like no it's too late like, <laughs> all, right, all right so Waffle was always very energetically yeah no, he snored a lot, so he just, that's how he cleansed himself. All he right. did, he okay. did the he sound did. octave cleansing, you know? <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. So, that was that was just my one thing that I really wanted to say about animals, is be a little bit aware of that. And while we're talking about smudges, just another warning that a lot of people don't know about, I didn't know about this for a while, is that sage and other types of smudge sticks can actually be very toxic to pregnant women and infants. Oh, see, so you got to really be careful if you're carrying, for so, sure. It, you know, I think people ask me what the what the safest one would be to use then if you're around like a pregnant person or if you're pregnant or an infant. I don't even know and I wouldn't even do it. I yeah, think I, I would just recommend use a, anything. No, I would maybe do Florida water. Florida water. Like, maybe, yeah, yeah, like maybe use like a mist instead or even, you know what, man, just use some like blessed like spring water or holy water from church with some like lemon and sea salt like all that's safe you'll be fine yeah, yeah. you don't want to take any chances with herbs because yeah yeah it's yeah most most plants are are poisonous believe it or not most plants are poisonous all the good ones are anyway plumeria <laughs> is do you know that is it really i yes. did not know that yep there's so many plants i mean it's just really amazing how many plants are really poisonous that grow in our backyard it's just amazing um you know, for the heavy-duty cleansings, you know, that people, like, feel like they have a spirit or they have an entity, you know, you can do some egg cleansings, but that's a whole different show. Uh, you know, they, they do that in certain religions where they um, use an egg for cleansing your body. So, 
You know, that's actually, um, it, it's funny because I think it's, it's more common than people think. I know that when my little niece was a baby and she had, um, colic. Yeah. Colic. Uh-huh. And she went to her, her godmom's house and she got rubbed down with an egg and her colic went away. Yep. See? Yep. Works really well. Um, so to protect yourself after you cleansed, my Cuban witch friend Maricel taught me about Kazakaria. Ooh, do tell. Uh, which is crushed egg shells. And um, I just learned that you mix it with some baking powder and something to make a like a powdery substance. And what you would do with this is, as a protective measure, you would make crosses on your windows, on your doors with the this powder. And you could even put it on the bottom of your shoes before going out. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Would that be able to kind of like energetically protect you from like taking on people's stuff or yeah, protect yeah. you from like encountering like bad people along the way? Yeah, all the above. All of the above. So it works really well. That's a little uh, tip that my, my Cuban witch friend taught me. So I like that. I'm actually, while you're saying that, I'm looking because I save notes in my phone because you can... I'm trying to find it right now. You can actually take it and make it yourself, but like the more like chalky version so that you can draw with it. Uh-huh. Because basic basic part it's just crushed eggshells. Right. Like that that's the the main part. And one thing that I did one time I was recommended to use it to cleanse my house when I first moved to where I was. It was like a funky funky vibe it's just a really weird place. So I made a big breakfast one day and I made a bunch of scrambled eggs and I fed it to the dogs to the husband to the roommate like I made sure everyone that lived within that home had had some of the eggs from these shells and then we ground them up Uh and we did it that way because I wanted to kind of make sure that it was something that was kind of given like for like a blanket of protection right but um I can't it seems to be avoiding me on my phone I can't seem to find it so I will make a note and I will when I do find it I will share it on our Instagram great share the recipe people can can do that but I think that kind of sums up what I what I had to say about magical hygiene. Did you have? Yeah, anything? I think we covered all the areas. We covered the person, the animals, the house, the space. And I think your tools can be cleansed the same way that yes. like just about anything Fire else. Fire and air. Yeah. You know, another thing before we enter a ritual each month, we do a cleansing. We do an asperge before we go into this circle to clear of any things that's been uh, like attached to you from the day, from work you know, people, whatever, and we do a cleanse before we enter that sacred space. Yes. We usually use rue or rosemary with blessed water. Yep. Yep, that will totally work. If, oh, that's one thing. So, blessed water. Now, not everybody has access to a high priest or priestess to bless water. A lot of us have access to a church. Yeah. And I know that some people, especially witches, can be a little funky about churches, but blessed water is blessed water to me so if i had in a pinch and i really needed it i would have no problem absolutely i would do it too now a lot of things like when you look at different spell books they'll talk about needing spring water Uh and well yes actually collecting it from an actual spring would be lovely yes it would it's not very practical sometimes if you can do it take advantage of it absolutely but that's not always the case. So in that case, I just try and use purified water, filtered water. Okay. Well, um, you can buy spring water at the supermarket. Yeah, I'll try and get it there. But, like, if I'm, like, at work or, like, sometimes, like, we'll have rituals at different places and I don't see any and I have to, like, fill up, like, the asperge bowl or something like that, I'll just try and use filtered water for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Is 
kind of what I try and do. Have you ever drank from a running stream? No, it sounds like that would oh give my you a disease. God. Oh no, <laughs> you have to know what where. I mean, I did it once up in state New York. It was amazing. It was a frigid cold day, the middle of winter. Snow was on the ground. There was this beautiful stream running, and we drank out of it. It was magical. I think New York is supposed to have, like, the best water in the country, too. Oh, as long with the cleaner. pizza and the cannolis. Yes. Don't let me get off on my cannoli run. That's going to be for another show. All right. I will yes. I will get you some subpar cannolis <laughs> that you can be mad about your stiff dick cannolis. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what, what body part cannoli, California cannolis are. <laughs> so we know that California pizza is the stiff dick pizza. All right. Now the question is, is what is the California cannoli? Don't know. I have to think on that for a minute. We'll we'll find out. Well, I'll get you some, and you'll you can just be inspired. But I did have a really good one last night. So there you go. But there's I, I like it. So now it's now it's the quest for cannolis. Yes, good cannolis and pizza. What could I say? <laughs> I had pizza tonight, and it was like it sucked. To be honest with you, it sucked. It it was misleading because it, it, like it was it was okay. It, it looked like vagina pizza, but it wasn't. You know. So I haven't actually shared your vagina pizza video yet. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. So would you like to share with everyone your party gift for tonight? Sure. Well, I've come down to the conclusion that uh, California pizza is dick pizza. Stiff dick. It's stiff like a dick. And New York pizza is vagina pizza because it's 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 <laughs> foldable and it runs and it's gooey. Oh okay. God. So, we have vagina pizza, New York pizza, and dick pizza, L.A. pizza. The end. That's it. The end, guys. And before, before I let you go so that you guys go on your quest for stiff dick and <laughs> vagina pizza, uh, we like to end every episode with just a shout-out to someone that we know, that we've talked to. So, who, who's your shout-out for tonight? I think I'm going to shout-out to my kids for putting up with my madness and my complaints all the time. That's, that's a good shout out. I'm okay. sure I'm sure they'll they'll love that. Um, my shout out is to our awesome friend Eliza. Eliza uh, is yeah. our coworker. She is also our awesome graphic designer that created our logo. Uh, we do have some stickers and different things that we're tinkering with right now, and that is all coming out of her her magical cauldron and magical computer in mind. She does listen to the podcast. So she Eliza, is one of us biggest fans. Yes. We fucking love you. You are hilarious. We do love you. you are awesome. You are talented. And on that note, everyone, Mary meet, Mary part and Mary meet again. again.